Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Babysitting Trevor, the lockdown. The, the lockdown. lockdown. Everything's the cool. Lockdown. Everything's a lockdown special, it is, isn't it? It is. The lockdown is like, it's not really that special anymore, is it? It's sort of the norm. No. The It'd norm be more interesting. Babysitting Trevor outside, getting diseases. <laughs> now. Yeah. Everyone keeps, have you heard the phrase, the new normal? That's what people... The new normal, the lockdown, unprecedented times. Yeah. Um, stay well, safe. Stay safe. <laughs> it's my favourite. After every phone call, stay safe. My um, local shopkeeper, who is the only shop I go to for, like, you know, it's for like when I don't, it's not essential, but if every few days I'm nipping for a couple of cans of San Pellegrino, yeah? Yeah. Um, and he always says, stay safe, stay safe. Okay, right. well, we hope all you listeners are staying safe. We are going to check in on the main man himself, Trevor, Trevor Crook. Crook. To see how he's doing. I'm in America. I'm You're in, in the UK. He's in Australia. It's a three yeah. continent podcast. You've yeah. Got to be the only podcast doing that. Yeah, especially with the time. The actual time differences are almost like designed to make it as difficult as possible to find a recording time. Because yeah. what? Uh, we're all eight hours apart in different directions. It is. Yeah, that's, and that's 16 hours total. So <laughs> that's some quick maths. Yeah. Um, so we're going to check in on Trev. Um, we've been mainly getting emails from him um, just telling us uh, that it's, this virus is not real. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's see. Let's see how he is in real life and maybe just avoid the conspiracy theory. Yeah, I've, had, I've never had so many emails about Bill Gates before, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. my, everyone, I open Facebook now, like, now, like every couple of days, and it's literally, I've never, why is everyone talking about Bill Gates? I don't give a I shit about that nerd, man. I never thought I'd miss Trevor sending me videos of bodybuilders injuring themselves, but right no. now I'm missing, I'm missing that. But let's see what he's been up to. Yes. Let's see how his mental health is. Yeah. And uh, let's try and have a laugh in these unprecedented times. Stay safe. Stay safe. I've only got it record. Hey, is your wife asleep just behind you, Carl? Uh, yeah, no, she's fine. <laughs> no, she's not. no, she's not. Sure. I'm in the front. I'm in the, I'm the, now the front bedroom is now my office space. Whereas oh, I was yeah. still in the other main, in the little bedroom. 
Soon to be your baby's bedroom. Well, because the ba- their baby stays with you for the first six months in the room. So we actually haven't really thought about that yet. This is more just we're getting our room sorted for that first six months. And then we'll plan yeah. where the baby will live. Trev, where did you yeah. sleep when you were first born? I can't imagine little baby Trev in your... I think uh, uh, on the floor. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have a cri- I didn't have a crib or anything. I just uh, I just remember it on the thing on the floor a lot. So I don't think I. Um, there's a lot of people. A lot of people back then make no, they talk. They make it out as a joke, but they did it. it was put uh, babies in drawers, didn't they? You just open a drawer, put them in. That's quite. Common. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I think I had my own drawer. I was in there with the socks and underpants. Uh, that would ex- that would explain uh, your claustrophobia, your extreme claustrophobia. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was in a I, I was really? put in a stationary drawer, hence my love of nice pens and pencils. <laughs> <laughs> I was put in a, in yeah, a sports that... bag. <laughs> Sorry, like sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were put in an umbro bag. <laughs> I was put in a tennis bag, just like it's a spare racket with next to a baby yeah, <laughs> in Wimbledon, yeah. and just hand out the spare racket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The strings break. Go show how those drawers influenced our lives. They could have been in any drawer. Exactly. Um, I've got the socks. And pants, let's be honest, mate. You creep. (laughs) 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 A couple of bras in there, mate. Yeah, mate. I bet there's definitely a few knickers to sniff. (laughs) Yeah, no, she's doing a bit of sniffing. (laughs) Do you know what? Um, Obviously, obviously (laughs) obviously, we're going to talk about the pandemic, but. um, yeah. Uh, I just thought I should say, just you know, like a funny thing happened. I was walking our dog just now, and um, a few days ago he ate some grapes. Uh, did you know, Trevor, that if a dog eats grapes, it could kill it? Grapes, so it you have to it. really like. Oh, okay, right, right. Some great, some dogs can eat grapes fine, but some eat one grape and it fucks their kidneys and they die. So you have to assume oh. it's that, and they can't really test, yeah. and so they had to make him yeah, throw yeah. up and I had to put him in a, a vet for three days and it cost $1,500. That was quite annoying. Right. And then yeah. tonight, um, he's been back. He was fine. His levels were all good. We're walking him. And um, mm. he uh, just, I saw him eating something. It was dark. So oh, I didn't, uh, it, was, it was hard. It wasn't a great. So I put my hand in his mouth to grab it out because I thought it might be a chicken bone, which is also bad. Take it out. Yeah. And it was just some solid dog shit. And oh, my fingers, oh, okay. I swear to God, yeah. I've, yeah never had such a gross smell on my finger it took me <laughs> honest yeah. i was washing my hands and this is what i thought of you trev for like an yeah. hour with soap and didn't still smell shit on my finger do you know yeah, what yeah, yeah. eventually then i put my finger in a lemon <laughs> so i read online <laughs> if you just lemon juice have my finger in a lemon oh, still smelt do you know what fixed it just in case you ever have a horrible smell on your finger uh, white spirit uh, not far off. Vinegar uh, what, and baking what, 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 soda. Vinegar and baking soda, mate. I, um, okay. I cleaned up a antique pram with what? vinegar and um, baking soda. Takes a, brought the chrome up. Lovely, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so just chrome if you remedies. ever have to take, yeah. a, take a chunk of shit out of anything, wash your hands yep. with a Surely soda. Um, the evidence there suggests we should wash our bum holes with that stuff. That well, sometimes be... when you get badly constipated, you know, Chairman Mao, he had to use, because uh, he used to get bad constipation, Chairman Mao, and he used <laughs> to get one of his uh, young ladies, he had these concubines, he had all these young girls, and he used to get them to uh, pick the, uh, the shit out of his, uh, yeah, out of his a-hole with chopsticks, 
Oh my word! But I mean that. Coming out. You mean it's as it was coming, oh? sort of like snap it, grab it, as it was like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he means like a cleaning every. It's not like a game show. When you pick up a spring roll with your chopsticks. Yeah, that's right. It's similar to that, actually, like, like a, a, a spring roll. Yeah. Anyway, he, he swore by he swore by that uh, by that kind of uh, treatment. He said it worked very well. So that's something to consider yeah. next time you're constipated. <laughs> I'll just take some pair of chopsticks, pair of chopsticks on hand. Epsom salts, I think I'll stick to rather than the concubine <laughs> sticks. Yeah, yeah. I'll just use good old fashioned, yeah, whatever. Did you prepare for this? I didn't prepare at all. Um, prepare for nah. what? You actually know, prepared yeah. for, you did prepare for the pandemic though, Trev, haven't you? You, you? You've got all your water and rice and stuff you always talk about. The OCD was a big help washing my hands. I uh, got Julia, I always tell Julia to wash her hands when she's been out. I say, wash your tube hands because I, I think she's been on the tube and it's all caught a filth down there, all kinds of filth. So I said, uh, you can't prepare food for me or even touch me. Uh, without washing your filthy tube hands. So uh, yeah, well, it's it, been like it a, was lovely. What a romantic thing to say to your partner. Yeah, just yeah, come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just well, it, it. We, have, we haven't had the flu for, for years. I haven't had the flu for years, neither has Julia. All, no. all down to washing hands. You've, yeah, you've uh, been training for this for years. It's, we, we used to laugh at you for your OCD, right. but when, when it first happened, yeah. I was emailing you and I said, oh, how are you handling it? And you were just very much like, yeah, I mean, all the advice they give me, I do it anyway. You don't, well, open, you don't touch door handles, do you? you um, that's right. Yeah, it's funny. I saw um, a man in the street in Los Angeles, an old, an old Armenian man just carrying a big wooden stick, started talking oh, okay. to. Uh, he started talking to me and Hannah, complaining that he saw a bloke karate kicking um, the on switch at the crossing. He goes, "This guy just karate kicked it," and I was like. And then he goes, this is why I have this massive stick. And he just uses it and like yeah, pokes yeah. it. But I karate kick, I've always, been, I've always karate kicked uh, like buttons. I've been doing that for at least 15 years. You know, I'm, I'm, man, I'm ahead of my time. Yeah, just on, an, on a lift, you go for a little, pick your floor. You'd be, you'd be, it'd be a great um, bellhop. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Floor number twelve, please. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I use an assortment of kicks. I've got a uh, a roundhouse kick. I prefer the crescent kick. That's probably the best for, uh, especially the crossings, light crossings. They they, they take uh, a good. You kick them really hard. I've never found it useful against attackers, but I found it very useful against buttons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's very it's ineffective against ta- attackers. Actually. I've never seen. Very it good yet, for pandemics, but not great for muggings. Very, very, yeah, yeah. And it's useful if you can do it with both legs. Uh, a lot of people are one-sided. They just use one leg, but I'm quite good with both. It's good if you're attacked by you two buttons at the same time. Two, two buttons. You never, <laughs> Double you never know. Kick. Well, you never know what side of the button you're going to be on. So if you're on the right side, you use your right leg. If you're on this side, you use the left one. Or do you know when you sometimes have an option of two different lifts with two different buttons, you can just call both of them at the same time? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't do I'm too old for that sort of shit now. It's, oh, I've lost shame. my uh, dexterity. So can you just talk us through your, because very, <laughs> very early doors, you seem to be of the mind that the, this ah, it was a conspiracy got, theory. He got a bit of virus. I've got a Rona, mate. So no, I, was say, I actually think I might have had very mild. I was trying to work out what, because Hannah was ill yeah. and I was ill and didn't have the yeah. main symptoms. I've had like a four day headache, which I've never had before, but that's now one of the symptoms. 
headache. Just added to the list. I've had a three-day headache, but I've never had a four-day headache. I'm fucking missing out on something. What's going on? Something wrong. <laughs> You're not, mate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, a prize no, just, you want. Anyway, the flu shot raises your chance of getting coronavirus by 36%. That's just the flu shot. Yeah. yeah. I've just to confirm, where did, you, had a flu shot. where did you read uh, the that, Trev? Uh, the Pentagon. Pentagon released those figures. I can send them to you if you like. I can send right. you. I've that, been that, doing is, that is a source. We'll we'll give you that because normally the normally source is just off a geezer's blog. Yeah, it's called like the Russian <laughs> Insider dot org. It's called Vlad dot com. I'll send you. I'll send you. No, I'll send you something. I'll send you the thirty six percent thing. It's okay. spot on. Apparently, no, uh, okay. you're young and fit. You don't need a flu shot anyway. You, you no, know, I just, I've, I've never got it because um, I just thought it seems unnecessary. I had, it was free. I, got, I had healthcare last year. I thought I'd cash in on that. Just got yeah. a, I got a flu shot in a pharmacy. Um, it's got all kinds of shit in it, though. It's all kinds of poisons and toxins and yeah. got aborted yeah, yeah. fetuses in it. And fucking terrible. I'd never take oh. that shit. Okay. Well, I can't <laughs> go back on that now. So <laughs> yeah, I've already, got, got, those, no, I've already got those fetuses in my bones. <laughs> yeah, go and get no. it removed, mate. Go and ask them to remove yeah. it out of the system. Yeah. You may as well lick a toilet seat. It's fucking healthier. The, um, the thing is, I've never taken vaccines or any. I just take natural. I take antibiotics occasionally, but see, with antibiotics, I only take them when I need them. I don't take them all the time because when you do need them, you want something that's got real impact. And if you're always on antibiotics, it's sort no, of no. I agree. Antibiotics away. are not good for you. Yeah, but I don't know. Did you I just say you're an anti vax Do you just just casually say you're an anti-vaxxer there, Trev? Do you just slip that into the conversation? I'm not. I'm not no, I, I believe vaccines are used too much. I'm not necessarily anti-vaxxing. I think sometimes you probably need a vaccine, but I. I I wouldn't try anything that hasn't been completely tested for safety. And I don't see the need for uh, vaccines for things that are just relatively all part of growing up. You need some natural immunity. You know, you need, right. uh, you need to be exposed to viruses and bacteria to strengthen your... All, all your immune system is, is a pile of viruses and bacteria. That's all your immune system is. And if you stay away from those things, you actually do not build in an immune system. So take too much of that shit. It's like take, taking too many antibiotics, you know what I mean? You weaken your system. No, I, no I, I, 100%, I 100% agree. So just to check which, yeah. um, which vaccines are you okay with? Uh, measles. Well, uh, what? Measles, is that one you'd, you'd say is all no, right? I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't have a vaccine for me. I've had measles as a kid. I've had measles, mumps. I've had uh, whooping cough. I've had uh, fucking <laughs> scarlet fever. I've had hepatitis B. You don't need a vaccine because you've had every disease. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm, but now I'm immune. I'm fucking bulletproof. That's what I mean. I'm bulletproof. <laughs> you, just so, know, you literally <laughs> just name a disease. It's like, which disease hasn't Trev had? <laughs> I, I take a vaccine. If I had to travel to India, I'd never go to that toilet anyway. The 86% of Indians don't have access to a toilet, so I'd never fucking go there. It's horrendous. I got, my, I got my shots. When I went to India, I got my, my vaccines yeah. for a few, like, Fewer to, you know, we don't want to be getting yeah. dengue fever. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I think if, if I traveled a lot to those, uh, you know, those sorts of countries, uh, you need to get vaccines. It's just common sense. Oh, so your, so your uh, anti vaccine is based on your lack of traveling. <laughs> so yeah, that's convenient, right. You're like a convenient <laughs> anti vaccine. It's, a, ge yeah. it's a, geographical, a geographical decision. I don't believe in sheltering children. 
Uh, I think kids have to uh, get used to germs and viruses and they, their immune system grows because of it. I don't believe that. Um, yeah. Weirdly, that is one thing. I I'm, mean, I'm, I'm not talking vaccinations, but talking in general, like um, I was, I've been obviously reading some baby prep books. Got to um, drop some food on the floor oh, and give it to them, mate. Well, it's one of the things they say is um, don't <laughs> clean your house. Like some people get go mad cleaning their house before the baby comes along because they want it spit yeah. and they say, actually, that's right, that's right. the best thing you can do is to leave it to have your normal day-to-day bacteria yeah, yeah. your baby needs to get used to it. <laughs> Leave it on the yeah. floor, mate. That's why Trev built up all his immunity <laughs> at a young age. You should, I'm, just, I'm dropping a shit on the kitchen should, floor before it arrives. Yeah. I think you should feed your In a litter tray. A certain, <laughs> of, a certain amount of topsoil every day. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you want it. It's that thing of like people panic when they they catch their toddler eating a bit of mud and they think they've got to take yeah, it right. possible. It's like it's fine. It will just yeah. Now it's just, first off, it will learn that mud tastes like shit, and also yeah, it will just right. get that bacteria that will teach yeah. it. You know, teach it. I guess it's well, a weird. It's a weird time though now, isn't it? Because you know, a year ago you're like, yeah, of course. But now like you're gonna be a bit more conscientious with your hand washing. I don't know. Like, I mean, I would like to say I have been, but. I have, uh, that's the one aspect of the coronavirus I've not adhered to is I've not washed my hands any more than normal. Have you not? Would no, you, I just would have you to touch, last. But I don't, touch I, I'm your not baby. going anywhere when I touch my water. Would, t- would you touch your baby straight after you touch your cock and would you, would, would that, uh, or you wash your hands? And- <laughs> well, I mean, that again, is, what is, a great is, question. There's factors there. <laughs> there's factors there that change, you know, what's my cock been doing? If it, <laughs> If I've just right. got out of, I, just I agree. Out of shower, if it's out of the shower, if it's shower right. cock versus post wank I mean, cock, it's a different yeah, cock. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, there's also there's also a window where you know if you if I've yeah, literally right. touched my cock and then a second later I'm holding my baby, there's got to, yeah, there's got to yeah, be yeah. a bigger window there just for what you're up to. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, that's right. Yeah, if you've used your yeah. cock, you wouldn't touch the kid, and then if you'd uh, you know if you'd used it for whatever reason, for whatever decadent. <laughs> Version. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely for yeah. decadent reasons. If it's being used for its sort of, you know, most rudimentary yeah. function, then <laughs> I probably I'm not yeah. going to be um, I'm not going to be playing with the baby quite so quickly. I'm going yeah, to yeah. be too busy having a little cigarette just in bed. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, it's it's funny anyway. We're doing this in three different time zones and it's like nearly midnight where I am. So I'm obviously a bit, when you're on this sort of yeah. tiredness, everything's extremely funny to you anyway. And the idea of you having, having a wank and then touching your baby is really crap. Maybe in one arm, yeah. little, yeah. little post wank cigarette is also funny. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. 
Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The weird, so what I want to know is, me and Carl discuss this, it hasn't actually yeah. changed our life that much, this whole situation. Yeah. Um, is your life in any way, but it's just, just it's harder to make money is the main difference. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, yeah. I, quite, I look for the positives. Um, I can get a lot of work done, um, not paid at the yeah. moment. I um, can hang out with a dog, my wife. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I've got a great excuse not to see people I don't want to yeah. see. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, my life hasn't changed hardly at all because I don't like, I don't go to pubs anyway because, you know, you, as a comedian, you know, you're in pubs all the time and you, I don't like them really. The, uh, I like having a drink, but I, don't, I like having dinner. I miss not going out to dinner. I like yeah. going out to dinner. I like going to the gym, which I got, but I'm still training pretty well here. I've got weights down the back. Boris lent me a bit of some weights. I've got fucking weights there. And uh, I go to the bar before they close the playground off. I found some uh, children's, um, uh, what is it, like playthings, like, frames or whatever i could do fucking chin-ups on them and uh and when i went there there was never any kids there so it was like a, yeah, probably because you were not, freaking them out by doing chin-ups yeah, on their probably. bars <laughs> yeah probably saw me coming but the um so i had a good setup here i still um i mean i go down the park now i still do chin-ups I, yeah there's nobody there i just fucking jump on it and do some chin-ups fucking ridiculous <laughs> i mean some i mean yeah, i mean i mean some laws make sense but some are fucking stupid if you're on the beach and there's no one around you. What's fucking wrong with being on the beach? So it's, it's there. Well, I think I, again, let's not get. But the issue is if if you start, if one does it and then another does it, then yeah. But you're right. In 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 reality, if just yeah. you're on your own doing it, it doesn't matter. But you can't. Yeah. Say it's yeah. okay because then the problem is five hundred people. Yeah. So how's Julie? Are you annoying her less or more than normal? I think I'm. A, I think I'm annoying her a lot. Fucking uh, <laughs> a colossal lot, a lot actually, and. Uh, she goes for these walks, like, you know, she walks to get away from her. She goes for long walks. Like the other day, she walked 42 kilometers. Believe that. <laughs> 42. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah she walked so 42 fun. kilometers. Yeah, yeah. That's 30 and, uh, miles. Yeah, but I was the inspiration behind that. I was, I was a fucking inspiration for it. You know what I mean? I drove her out. But, uh, What's been the uh, driving cause of her needing to get away? What have you been doing to annoy her? I just, uh, I'm just there. You know, I don't have to do anything. I'm just, I'm there. Are you, are <laughs> like you now smell. that you're, because now that you're, you're, you must be a bit more recovered from your stroke. Are you yeah. doing more? Are you try, yeah. Are you being more active? Are you actually yeah. doing anything? No, no, I'm, I'm training quite well. I mean, I did weights with Ben, like before, about an hour, hour and a half ago, I did some weights uh, over Ben's brother's place. He's got a, some dumbbells. So I did about, seven or eight sets of chest and uh, triceps and I did push-ups. Uh, yesterday I went for a seven kilometer walk. On, nice. uh, on Sunday I did uh, uh, weights for about 45 minutes. I did push-ups, I went for another six, six kilometer walk. So I'm, I'm quite good at the moment. But, I'm getting... and then, but are, you, are you actually, are you doing stuff around the house in any way to keep it? No, I'm not doing that. No, I don't do anything. But the, uh, <laughs> yeah, I use all my energy up for, you know, for training is my thing. So I've got no energy to do the fucking housework, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I've, only, I've only got so much energy. So that's where Julia comes in. Now, Julia is like an expert in housework. I go, well, yeah, well she's doing 42 that. kilometer walks, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> She comes work. home and still has to do the cooking for you. No, she's How's the Jaffa cake consumption? 
No, I've cut down on sugar because I thought, I think that partly was my, the stroke. Uh, I had this fucking stroke and I reckon Jaffa cakes fucking were a leading cause of it. Okay. Too many Jaffa cakes, too much insulin. Uh, you know, when you get a spike in your insulin, it damages your arteries. And I was eating Jaffa cakes, you know, I was eating like a pack of Jaffa cakes and, and 14 muffins a week and all that sugar. And uh, I think my arteries just fucking gave up, gave up the ghost and I was fucking yeah, giving yeah. blood clot. And what's, because you're living with, I'd be just saw, is it Ben? You live, Ben Darso, isn't it? You're, yeah, we're, uh, Ben, uh, say hello, Ben, come here. Here's Ben. I've met Ben He's, before. Uh, have you met Ben? Yeah. I have, we've met in uh, Melbourne. Yeah, good man. Um, he's, he's all right. He's quite good to live with. He's uh, very um, <laughs> just uh, right there, mate. <laughs> yeah, he's so all right. He's got a few is, idiosyncrasies. But, is it uh, your place or his, Trev? Is it your place or his? No, it's, it's Ben's place, but I'm very attached to it. I keep telling him. I see Trev coming out of another house, I, mate. I see. I see <laughs> third free house for Trev. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, I've liked Adelaide so much because Adelaide is great. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's like so laid back and all my family and friends are here. I'm actually thinking of selling my place in Sydney and buying a place next door to Ben. You should, mate. place you next should. door for sale. <laughs> oh, next door yeah. Ben's going to be like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So I'm living next door to Ben. Sounds like a name of a song, doesn't it? It does, next yeah. door to Ben. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, does he charge you rent? Yeah, we're paying a bit of rent, but it's quite reasonable. And uh, and Julie is a great cook. She cooks for all of us. Like it's like the fucking Brady Bunch. He's like our son. What's really well? Do you have to, like sit down on the sofa and watch anything in the evenings? Bit of telly. Yeah, we saw uh, all, uh, what was it? HG Wells or Orson Wells the other night. Uh, HG Wells. Okay, oh, HG Wells moved. We sat there like a happy family, mum and dad and the kid, and uh, <laughs> drank a bit of wine, and um, it was, it was uh, quite a pleasant night. That's is he the was. is he the missing part of your relationship? You've always missed him. Is he sort of does he help fill the silences? Sort of. Uh, he, he filled in the he, he fills in a void that a, a dog can't fucking do. Basically, <laughs> that's, uh, got that, uh, ben, Ben's superior company to a dog. Uh, you know, he's, he's way ahead of a dog as far as stimulation goes. It's, I mean, it's but a like, perfect option when you think about it. Of like, you know, the, the option of you couldn't you couldn't look after a kid. What you need, what you and Julie need to do is bring in a grown man, <laughs> like, a grown, grown strong boy. <laughs> We brought in a full-grown baby, and um, you know, uh, <laughs> much easier to take care of. <laughs> and, um, I've just adopted a kid. How old is he? Thirty-eight. Yeah, yeah thirty-eight. You're old kid. <laughs> he's, he's very clean. He's very clean. He's house proud. He keeps the place clean. Are you? And, and, are uh, you yeah. still pissing in bottles next to the bed? Do you do that at his place? No, no. I, I didn't bring my piss bottle. You know, the other one when I had my stroke, I had like a, a stole it from the hospital in Thailand, and uh, yeah. I was using that religiously for months and months and months. I became very attached to it. And I thought, <laughs> I was going to bring it to Australia. And then Julia uh, wouldn't let me. And I said, yeah, but I really miss it. And, um, I don't like getting it up in the middle of the night and walk to the toilet and I fully wake up. When I had the bottle with me, it was like just easy. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, yeah. just lean out of bed and do it and then go back into bed. And it wouldn't really break your sleep up. When you're forced to walk uh, and, and flush the toilet, it just... Uh, wakes right up and a fucking sleep up. So um, how um how I, naked are you generally in his house? Are you pretty covered, or is he seen you naked? Yeah, um, I'm not. Uh, I've got clothes on at the moment, but a lot of times I'm very na I'm naked. I'm quite quite naked. I've been caught out by I've been you know, bumped into Ben a few times, and I was naked, and he wasn't. It's was all a bit. <laughs> 
<laughs> I did see that. Since yeah. a few times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was a bit of desire in his eyes, but apart from that, the, uh, we just tend to look the other way and let me carry on the way. It was quite working well at the end. It worked you, out. And you've caught up with some old friends who featured in these stories, like Boris. Um, yeah. Is, so lot, who else have you yeah. caught up with? Anyone else? I've caught, the, um, I've, I've caught up with uh, Stuart. He's, he's an old friend of mine. Uh, Julia, uh, you know, thinks he's a bit off his face. Well, he is, but he's a good bloke, you know, but he's a bit but, insane. Why? Why? What? I don't think we've heard a Stuart story. No. Oh, no, no. Stuart is a, uh, he's an interesting bloke, Stuart. He's sort of, uh, he, what happened was he was a musician. He took a <laughs> lot of acid. Julia in the background saying, no, he isn't. <laughs> <laughs> But he took a lot. Of, he took a lot, a lot of acid when he was younger, and it sort of, you know, fried his fucking brain a little bit. Right. And uh, and then he, um, I, I, I've known Stuart since I was fifteen, so I've known him for like, you know, fucking forty, fifty odd years actually. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we we didn't see each other. He had a nervous breakdown, right? He was in a mental hospital for a while, and um, he, he he gave up the guitar because he uh, he had, he attributed the guitar and music to having a breakdown and right. taking acid. So it was a bad part of his life. So he didn't play guitar for 10, 15 years, didn't play. Then I had my guitar over my place and he'd visit most days. And he just picked it up one day, started strumming it and put it down. And each time he came over, he played it for a little bit longer. And then before long, he was fucking back into music. Oh, nice. He resurrected his musical <laughs> what you career. Say, and after too long, he was back in the nut house. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Started taking acid again and fucking things go in circles, don't they? But, so that's nice. So that's Stuart, actually that's quite a nice Trev story. Yeah, and Stuart, one thing about him is he's very nervy. Like if he comes to visit, he never sits down. He, he walks around, he picks things up and looks at them and puts them down again. He never sits down. That's the only thing that's a bit um, gets a bit on your nerves actually. But uh, I wish he'd fucking sit down. You know, just for five minutes, he might sit down. <laughs> I, <laughs> I went from really empathetic to he's had a nervous breakdown. He's nervous to like actually, it's really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <But> he's, <laughs> But he had a terrible disease once. He, he, what happened to Stuart? He went out playing golf one day. He played 18 holes of golf and 100 degree temperature. And he drank Coca-Cola. Instead of water, he, he drank Coke. And what happened is muscles went into meltdown. And, uh, <laughs> it's not funny. It's quite funny now. But at the time, he was like, he couldn't move. He was literally paralyzed. He like, uh, it took, it took. <laughs> paralyzed from Coca-Cola. <laughs> golf and Coke. <laughs> Golf and coke. What happened, mate? Just into, too well, many holes, said, too many cokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, too many holes. One hole too many. So, uh, <laughs> the doctor said you could have killed yourself. The doctor said that. You, you basically had a complete neurological muscular meltdown. Yeah, do you know what, though, mate? He was getting about 15 yeah, grand yeah, for yeah. diagnosing that Apparently one. That. <laughs> he was getting 15 grand for old yeah, golf and coke right. yeah, diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. yeah golf and coke fucking diagnosis. Fucking a real money spinner, that one. The, uh, <laughs> But then he walked, he used to come and visit me. He looked like completely disabled. He, you know what I mean? He looked like completely, like he was completely fucked, like he was like full on spastic, basically. Like, uh, like fucking Quasimodo or something. Worse, worse than Quasimodo. There's a, there's a different but At least Quasimodo was fucking agile. <laughs> uh, Quasimodo was agile. agile. I mean, Quasimodo was quite athletic in his own way. Uh, but Stuart was fucked anyway. And then, uh, and he tried all these acupuncture and massaging and nothing worked. And then about, probably about eight years ago, it just started to go, naturally go. And then he sort of came back to, back to normal now. So oh, right. um, what I loved about that was uh, in one sentence, you used uh, a word that 
for disabled people that has not been used in many years. And then yeah. you yes, managed to compliment Quasimodo on his ability. <laughs> <It's Yeah. like laughs> literally yeah, two right. ends of the spectrum in how you oh, think about God. disabled people there. That's very true. Well, they used to, no, they yeah, kids you, horribly you also went to a school where the teacher punched your teeth out. Oh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Croydon Tech. Well, well, have you seen your out. mate, um, is it uh, da, uh, Dub? Dub. Oh, Dub, I haven't seen him. He's in Canberra. Uh, he's yeah. in Canberra, but uh, I've talked to him on the telephone, uh, and uh, he's been telling me to sell my place in Sydney and buy this place in Adelaide. He, he said, "If you're happier in Adelaide, what are you, why, why are you fucking living in Sydney?" Yeah, makes, mate. You know, no it is nice. When we popped into Adelaide last, when was it? Last month. It's, it's my time. Jesus sort of. Christ! It seems like a year ago, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know. So it was only what early March. Yeah, I forgot how yeah. much I, I really. I hadn't been to Adelaide for a couple of years. I forgot how much I, re I love it. I really like it. Yeah. Nice and quiet, isn't it? And you, you've got everything it's in Adelaide. Nice. You've got like nice beaches and the yeah. restaurants are good. It's got a good arts, uh, you know, artistic side to it as well. It's uh, the market's uh, nice lovely. Wife. Everything yeah. is lovely. Very well planned. Colonel Light planned it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, along the along the lines of a Roman city. You know, the grid system is like a Roman design. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That and there's I a, love it. And he's, he's buried. He's in a monument in the middle of uh, fucking Light Square, sitting there in a like yeah. a tomb. There you can go. drive past and fucking wave at him or whatever you want to do. Would you like but, to um, be buried or cremated, Trev? <coughs> I'd, I'd like to uh, give my body to medical science. Oh, that's I'd nice. Like to, uh, I, I duly decided that too, to give our bodies to medical science. Yeah. And, uh, She'd probably like to give yours story. quite sooner. <laughs> the <way you're laughs> yeah. I, so. yeah. <laughs> I, I read a, a horrible story. There was a, a woman, an old woman died. And uh, she'd left her body to medical science, but her son put a block on it. He said, no, you can't have a muddy body. That, uh, I want to bury her, give her like a Christian funeral and things like that. She said, yeah, but she wanted to, your body to be given to medical science. And he, he, uh, he said, no, definitely not. It's uh, disrespectful. But eventually they convinced him, no, this is what your mum would want. So, uh, yeah, so... He said, okay, you can have my mother's, mother's body for medical science. And he thought they're going to do some, you know, worthwhile research with it and, and you know, maybe come cure cancer or some fucking meaningful uh, use of her body. And what they did, they tested her body. They wanted to know what the effects of an artillery shell would be on a human body. <laughs> <laughs> so they strapped his, his mum's corpse to a chair and they fired a fucking howitzer at it or something, you know what I mean? Like an artillery <laughs> shell. <laughs> That sounds like something you could do in Thailand for 200 quid. <laughs> On a stag do. <laughs> with a rocket launcher. Well, he was completely fucking outraged by the whole Gonna thing. Gonna blow up a mum with a rocket launcher. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Bang. So she just got blown to pieces, but it was, uh, you know, and he was uh, really upset and, uh, you know, uh, but, you know, that's, yeah, you don't know. That. You, you take what comes, don't you? you be, that's the lottery. They could use my body for something fucking horrific, you know what I mean? Like, how, what happens to a body when it's on fire? Something they use in my body. Or well, then whatever. it just you get cremated so, again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You get cremated in a different setting. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. I don't know what they're going to do to my body. I can cut my eyes out or, or go, oh, fuck, that's an unusually large penis. And, or something, maybe not. But, um, but you know, they... Uh, but I think it's the best way to go because you don't want the funeral and the crying and the tears and the, you know, you, you've got an urn to fucking get rid of, you an urn full of ashes. What do you yeah, do with it? you don't want to keep it. Uh, yeah, that thing about keeping it on like a mantelpiece is a bit morbid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And sprinkling it somewhere, I mean, who knows where the wind's going to carry it? You could fucking... Yeah, my grand, yeah. my granddad, like it, like Big Lebowski style, got blown into my mouth and my face. Oh, he... oh you're kidding. You're Really? Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, he was... Um, How long ago... We... 
but that's like a, uh, I, I immune, about... now you're immune to death. So, that's right. You've got, <laughs> got, got, got it in the system. Now I'm immune to dying. It's great. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, that was about 20 yeah, years right. ago. It was, a, it was like a very yeah. small thing and it, it was windy and, and it just, it's funny. It was funny, to be fair. It's funny. Did it, uh, had, would that upset you? Or like a long, does it have an effect on you long term about fear of death or, you know? No, I always found it quite right. funny. Yeah, yeah. I just, I yeah, just generally yeah. don't eat um, hu- uh, human remains anymore. Yeah. That's, my, <laughs> that's the only thing it's put me off is eating, yeah. ingesting dead people. But I think, uh, you know, we, uh, I think donating your body to medical science. I don't know what happens. They come and collect your body and fucking just take it off. There's no need for a funeral or any of that shit. It's just. Uh, you probably, you probably have a remembrance service. Meant, so yeah, I think you still have like you. Know, you we never remember a service, you Trev. It's quite cool. Oh, yeah. You get to have a funeral that you don't get to go to. Everyone just shows up and has a party, and you're just off being blown up with a your howitzer. Body. Yeah, that's right. Your body's fucking uh, elsewhere. That's something. Yeah, but I think we should all do that. You know, well, we can, they um, might find a, find a No, yeah, they might find a cure. Yeah, they might. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was going to say we, uh, we could have sort of yeah. remembrance of so you maybe play like a sort of 10 minute best of Trev. Um, yeah, podcast that's right. moment. Probably um, bleep out the old um, the old S word that you were dropping. <laughs> <laughs> Probably bleep that one out a few times, but um, okay. that'd be nice. I don't want it? any nothing religious. I don't want religion involved in it at all. I don't want a priest. Okay. I'd rather have a plumber doing the fucking service than a priest. <laughs> um, you were doing would... the service would be fine. Put it this way: five hundred years ago, you had no excuse to be an atheist. If you're five hundred years ago, you're surrounded by churches and indoctrination. You didn't know about evolution or science or anything so i'd probably be religious as well 500 years ago you know but yeah, uh, these but days there's no fucking excuse but what, then, what's, uh, what song do you want um like let's say we put on a service for you what sort of yeah like mm. thank you trev good night what do you want us to play if it's not religious music any particular song yeah <laughs> that's good actually yeah yeah the babysitting I don't, can you play all in one song or is it like a, a playlist yeah we can we can play like... a couple of songs mate it's whatever you want yeah babysitting uh trevor and then i suppose on an emotional level i i quite like pavarotti nasroderma okay. that's a big one i mean nasroderma yeah yeah not nostradamus yeah, yeah, yeah. mate you go <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Nezroderma, Dorma. Yeah, I quite like that. It's a beautiful piece of music. Yeah, it's it's a, it, I tell you about my Chris. I tell you about my neighbours uh, upstairs having a full-on ding dong. No, other, this is like, great. A couple of weeks back. So basically, here's a like um, my neighbour upstairs. His uh, him and his ex-fiance they split up a couple of years ago and he moved back in. She they they got back together uh, and she's she basically moved in. For the lock, just oh. at the start of the lockdown, that was when they decided to try living together again. <laughs> and it, Bad like, on the whole, yeah. it sounds like it's been all right. And we've sort of, you know, we chat to them. Um, but uh, they basically, they had a ding dong that was like biblical. In, uh, yeah. like, I, I, it was one of the <laughs> longest, loudest arguments I've heard in some time. Did you uh, hear any, um, no. any, any excerpts that were like... Why won't you just leave me alone or anything like that? Uh, I, d- yeah, well, no, I didn't actually hear any um, words, but I just heard the, and I heard a few like, oh, that's it, is it? <laughs> One of those. Uh, my arguments with Addy were, were uh, like resulted in broken furniture and shit like that. Like, um, what type of kick did you use on them? You got a furniture kick to go with your crescent kick? Yeah, I smashed a chair and a small table once. And, um, Oh, but it was her being provoked 
yeah, I'm, I'm pretty easy going. She's yeah. highly provocative and very fucking aggressive and, and nasty. And I, I, I'm very tolerant. I've got a long wick, but when my wick fucking burns up, that's I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily hit people, but you know, I, I broke the chair, and then she said, "You broke the chair." I said, "Well, it could have been you." So be fucking thankful. See, that's. Um, um, I think my internet is about to go, guys. I can feel it's breaking up. It just said, came up with this message that said your internet is unstable. Oh God! Oh, okay. Uh, We've had like, a nice hour like, catch up, mate. It's like Trev's ex-wife. Um, <laughs> what a perfect way to end. <laughs> See you, Chris. See you, Carl. Love you, mate. Cheers. Oh wow, that was vintage. That was vintage, vintage, vintage Trevor. The distance didn't make a difference. Um, obviously, he said loads of mad shit as usual uh what was your highlight from what trev said there um i would like to think it was probably the fact that using using um what was the name of the kicks that he used to oh, oh. but to to change the traffic lights crescent crescent kicks crescent, 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 kicks. crescent kicks i mean the fact that he's done that for like, before you know before you were meant to do it um my highlight had to be uh just uh julia going on a 42 kilometer walk to get away from trevor which i realized i think is longer than a marathon i think she walks yeah. longer than a marathon i think that's you it'd start dark and you'd be dark at the end that's i mean a long, yeah, so that's, that's a an eight hour, hour walk it's a ten ten hour. Hour. eight to ten hour walk. um what i like about uh, that is at no point on seeing julia do that has trevor thought that he might be part of the problem yeah. <laughs> If my wife was going for 10-hour walks rather than just hanging out with me during the day, I'd have a little think about my uh, day. Right, so that was a lot of fun, and I think we're going to try and do a few more of these. Yeah, now now that that Trev's managed to master the technology, I want to say Trev, I mean Julia has. um, Yeah, it'd be fun. It was fun to catch up with Trev. Um, Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers for It's good to be back, even from afar. Get back, um, if, you, if this is the first episode you've ever listened to, why not go back and listen to the other five seasons? Listen to the other ones, get on iTunes. Right. All right, everyone stay safe. stay safe. Stay safe. safe. Babysitting Trevor is a dot, dot, dot production hosted by Carl Donnelly, Chris Martin and Trevor Crook and is produced by Joel Porter. 